Hey everyone and a huge welcome to the first Uber podcast of 2019. My name is Divyaksh and I'm from the driver engagement team, but you can call me Divi and I'm your host for this podcast. So for those new to the podcast, the Uber podcast is your one-stop shop where we share news every month, um tips from the driver partner community and we get your questions answered. We've had more than 150,000 plays on this podcast last year across Australia and New Zealand. So a huge thank you to everyone that's tuned in, asked a question, and we hope this podcast has helped you. Since we did the last podcast, we actually have four new cities that we'd like to welcome to the Uber family, and they're all in Victoria. So a huge welcome to the new driver partners from Horsham, Shepparton, Surf Coast, and Warrnambool. Today we have quite an exciting podcast. We're going to cover the launch of in-app tipping. This is a feature where riders will be able to leave a tip for driver partners who they felt delivered outstanding service. And this has been a feature that driver partners have asked for for a long time, so we're really excited to get Gabby onto the podcast, who's going to talk about the launch of tipping. Second, we have Megan and Robbie who are going to talk about the expansion of two new ride options. They're called Uber X Plus and Uber XL. So stay tuned for that. And finally, we have Nikki from our media and communications team to talk about a campaign against domestic violence called Uber Says No More. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started and talk about the launch of tipping with Gabby. Hey Divi, it's Rosalyn here. I'm calling from Brisbane. I'm a driver partner up here, and I'm getting back into the swing of things um, after the holidays, cleaning up the car and getting out there again. Um, last week, when I was driving, I had a few really good passengers who were asking about whether or not they could leave a tip, and I was just sort of wanting to know: is that something that we would ever have in the app? available as would be tipping. So Gabby, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? Good thanks. How are you? Good thanks Gabby. Uh, last time you were here, you spoke about how driver partners can maximize their earnings in the busy season. What news have you got for us this time? Cool. So today I'm super super excited to announce that we're finally launching in-app tipping. Awesome. So how does in-app tipping work? Cool. So normally when a rider completes a trip, They will normally just see the rating screen to rate their driver partner, but now, as well as the rating screen, they'll also see the option to tip. So they'll see they can either choose from the pre-selected amounts of one, three, or five dollars, yep. or they're allowed to enter a custom amount up to fifty dollars. Wow, that's that's pretty exciting. So, can you tell us before we move on, like realistically, how much can driver partners expect from this? Yes, yeah, so Australia and New Zealand don't have a tipping culture. Uh, so we're not expecting a large amount of trips to be tipped. Uh, we're really seeing tipping as an opportunity for riders to be able to reward driver partners for going above and beyond, or really creating those magical moments on a trip. And of course, all of the tip goes to the driver partner, and Uber takes zero fees on tips. Great, that sounds awesome. Um, you know, driver partners have been asking for this for a while. I've seen it come through in the podcast form quite a bit. So I remember last year we did a podcast with General Manager Dom Taylor, and he spoke about tipping. Here's Dom last year. So we rolled out tipping in 2017 across the United States. Unfortunately, it's not as easy as just clicking a button and switching on a new product feature in Australia and New Zealand when something is launched in the US. 
Rather, each country has its own unique regulatory and tax requirements, as well as different social norms for what makes sense in each country. Just to be clear, that's not to say we will never do tipping in Australia and New Zealand. Rather, these things take time. So as Dom said, there are several things that had to be done. It wasn't just as easy as, you know, flicking a button and, and getting a new feature. Can you run us through some of the things that you had to do in order to, to get tipping successfully launched in Australia and New Zealand? Yeah, so there were several things we needed to do to make sure that tipping could roll out smoothly here. One of them was that we had to make sure we could generate tax-compliant invoices for our Uber for Business clients, which means all Australian driver partners need to provide an ABN. Right. And the second thing was that we had to make sure our product and engineering team could make the changes to localise content, localise currencies, and really make sure the product fit here in Australia and New Zealand. Great. Well, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and letting us know about the exciting launch of in-app tipping. Next up, let's move to Robbie and Megan to talk about the expansion of UberX Plus and UberXL. Thanks, Gabby. Next up on the podcast, we're going to talk about the expansion of two new ride options. Well, one is new, and that's UberX Plus, and we've got Robbie, who you might have heard from before on the podcast, to talk about that. And following that, we'll have Megan talking about UberXL. So first up, Robbie, how are you doing? Good, Divi. How are you? Good, mate. Welcome back on the podcast for, I think, the, the third time or so. I think so. Maybe second. Maybe second. Second time. So, Robbie, you've recently um, helped launch UberX Plus in a number of cities. Well, firstly, can you just tell us about this new ride option and what it offers? Yeah. So let me go through some of the key ride options available here in Australia. We've got Uberpool, our cheapest option available in Sydney and Melbourne, which allows riders to share a ride with someone else heading in a similar direction. And as a result, we're able to make, make it quite efficient and they can save some money. Um, we've also got UberX, which is like our standard um, safe, affordable, reliable option that gets everyone from A to B, um, sort of your, your base option. Then we've got UberX Plus, the new option, which allows riders a little bit more comfort with an experienced, highly rated driver partner right. um, and, and a vehicle that's a bit newer and, and more comfortable. Um, then we've got... Select and Black, which are our, our, our two more premium options that guarantees riders a, a really sort of nicer car, or with Uber Black, a chauffeur driver, a very professional sort of top echelon service. Um, finally, we've also got Uber XL, which Megan is going to talk a little bit about later and, and gets riders a, a vehicle with six seats. Six okay, great. Seats. And in, in these cities where, let's say, UberX Plus or UberXL has launched, are we still seeing most trips coming for UberX? Yeah, that's exactly right. So while there are a lot of pool trips in Sydney and Melbourne, there's still a lot more UberX um, trips. Right. Okay, great. So you mentioned for UberX Plus that it's a, it's a great way to celebrate the driver partners that are experienced and rated. What is the eligibility that a driver partner needs to um, to qualify for UberX Plus? Yeah, so there's two criteria for the for for being eligible for UberX Plus. One's the rating. So you have to have a minimum rating of 4.85 stars. Okay. So pretty high. And then you have to be experienced on the platform. So you have to have done at least 500 trips. Right. And then on the vehicle side uh, of things, you need to have a vehicle that's newer. Uh, so 2012 manufacture year or newer. And then it has to be on our eligible vehicle model list, which you can find at t.uber.com forward slash ANZ UberX plus. Okay, great. That's a really good page for just general information on uh, UberX plus as well. I've, I've had a look at it. So can you tell us what cities is UberX plus live in at the moment? And what's the plan to expand to, to more cities? 
Yeah, so we've already been live in Sydney since mid-December, and then at the end of January, we expanded UberX Plus into Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, and Perth. Um, we might look at some smaller cities later this year, but um, it's currently not confirmed. Okay, right. And when you do a trial, I mean, what's the process? What exactly do you look for in a trial to then decide whether it needs to develop into a full launch? Yeah, good question. I don't know if we mentioned it earlier, but UberX Plus is currently still under a trial framework in each of these cities. Um, but really what we're looking for is to make sure that it's a good experience for riders and driver partners. Um, UberX Plus in Australia is the, is the first of its kind around the world. And as a result, we just wanted to make sure that it didn't have any negative effects and was meeting expectations of, of riders and driver partners. All right, so Robbie, what I've done is I've sat with our team in community operations and I've picked out the four top questions from driver partners about UberX Plus. Are you ready? Sounds good. Let's do it. Hi, Divi. Chris, driver partner in Melbourne. I'm a 4.94 uh, and I oscillate between that and 4.96 star rating. I've been driving for more than a year and I provide an Uber Select level service to all my riders. I also run a YouTube channel called Your Humble Driver. It aims to educate and entertain on all things rideshare. So if you want to jump on that on YouTube, feel free and subscribe. So I want to talk about Uber X Plus. During this past week, I've been trialing it and I've driven a couple Uber X Pluses. And what I found really interesting was I don't know when I'm driving an Uber X Plus. Uh, it's only when I get home and I'm clearing my post notifications that I notice there's another one. I, I did another one uh, earlier today. So I wanted to know more about these push notifications. Why is that? Question number one. How does a driver partner know if a trip is Uber X Plus? Why does it not show us X Plus on the request screen? So, great question. Currently, you'll receive a push notification on your phone uh, letting you know that you are completing an UberX Plus trip after you've accepted the trip rather than before you've accepted the trip. We've done this so that you'll be notified on, on, on the way to be picking up your riders um, so, so that you can know that they're expecting a little bit more in terms of service and, and quality. Um, it's worth noting that this is a new ride option. We're, we're the first country in the world to be trialing it. So at the moment, this is how driver partners will, will be notified um, of an UberX Plus trip. If you are having some issues where you're not getting the push notification, um, just check your notification settings to make sure that you've allowed them for Uber. Um, but also note that some models, whether it be Android phones or iPhones, might not properly display, might not pop down. It just might be how your phone is configured. So it might just show and you have to swipe down. Thanks for that, Robbie. Question number two, how does UberX Plus work on the fares and specifically the payment statement, which is where driver partners can go into their app, click on their last trips and view that little receipt. Um, how does it work there? Gotcha. So an UberX Plus fare will be approximately 15% higher than an equivalent UberX trip, meaning so driver partners have the opportunity to earn more on an UberX Plus trip than what they would have on UberX for the same trip. Um, the service fee for UberX Plus though is the exact same okay. as what you get for UberX. Right. And what about the payment statement? A few driver partners are saying that they aren't able to see that was an UberX yeah. Plus trip on the payment statement. Yeah, we really, we're, we're aware of that one and, and sorry that it doesn't show UberX Plus. Um, we want it to and we're working pretty hard to, to get that changed um, as soon right. as we can really, yeah. Okay, well we'll update you on this podcast when that error is fixed. We know that that's one that's quite close to uh, driver partners. Uh, question three. Do you think UberX Plus might take some trips away from Uber Select? 
What's the future plan for Uber Select? Yeah, good question. So we've been monitoring Uber Select trips in in Sydney and and everywhere that it's available pretty closely. And we didn't find that Select trips actually dipped at all when we um, launched UberX Plus, which is really great to see. When you think about it, the the value proposition or the difference between the two is quite different. Select, you're getting a really nice car, and UberX Plus, you're just getting sort of a, a nicer, more comfortable car, but not necessarily premium. Um, right. But moving forwards, we are putting a lot more work into Uber Select and and Black. Megan, um, who's speaking after me, is actually going to be leading this work stream in, in, entirely. Um, so we're really keen to be um, investing time into Black and Select and doing what we can to do a lot more trips on on, on those two products too. Um, but some things may change. We're doing a complete review of all our ride options, including our premium ones, Select, Black, and, and Lux to identify how we can um, improve the experience for riders and driver partners uh, so that we see more trips year on year. Okay, and question number four, this one's actually been the most popular question. As it's a new ride option, sometimes riders request an UberX Plus when they really meant to request an Uber XL. What should driver partners do if a group of riders order X Plus thinking it's XL? And I mean, even otherwise, what are we doing to, I guess, handle this confusion? Yeah, great question. Yeah, we've definitely heard that riders are getting confused a, li- uh, a little bit between UberXL and UberX Plus. So what we've done so far is change the in-app description to explicitly state that there that UberX Plus seats four people. Um, we've also tested some rider education messaging to ex- you know, explicitly distinguish between UberX Plus and UberXL. We did this in Adelaide and found it to be pretty pretty successful. One thing I'll note is that whenever we launch a new option, um, there's always a bit of confusion. Um, it's just part of the, the learning curve for riders, and over time, it'll go away. Once people do it once, they won't do it again. Cool. Right. Um, so what does a driver partner do, let's say, if they arrive in their sedan and there's six people expecting to jump in? What, what can they do there? Look, if, if the car can't fit a group of, of that size, because you know, you've only got four seats in your car, you know, the law doesn't allow you to take more, more, more people than you've got capacity for. So you unfortunately need to cancel the trip um, and the normal f- cancellation fees apply. So if you've been waiting for more than five minutes upon arrival, you will be eligible for the cancellation fee. So you're okay there. And I guess the driver partner can tell the rider to request an Uber XL at that point and- Exactly. You can tell riders what the different ride options are and what they mean, and hopefully they won't make the same mistake again. Right. And what about if, uh, you know, there are some vehicles that are Uber X Plus, but they're also Uber XL. So what if the driver partner shows up and they can actually fit the group? Um, but of course, they would want to be paid Uber XL fares. So how, what can they do in that situation? So if you, if you can fit the group because you do have a six-seater car, um, just take them where, do they, where they need to go and then contact us after the trip via in-app help support and we'll be able to help you out. Right. I guess they can, you can also use the opportunity while you have them in the car to, to educate them on the difference between UberX Plus and UberXL. Robbie, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me again and Uber on. Great, Uber on indeed. Um, If you're listening and you've been doing some Uber X Plus trips, if you have any uh, questions, ideas, feedback, you can write in at t.uber.com forward slash ANZ podcast and we'll pass this on straight to Robbie. Next, we're going to go to Megan, who's going to talk about Uber XL. So Megan, the last time you jumped on this podcast was to announce the launch of Uber Pool back in March 2018. You're now working on Uber XL. What's been keeping you busy in, in the meantime? 
Yeah, well, thanks, Debbie. I've actually switched teams in the last six months. I'm now focused on the rider operations team, specifically for rider experience. So helping riders, you know, resolve those pain points that hopefully translate to our, our driver partners having smoother trips as well. So can you tell us um, a little bit about Uber XL? Firstly, especially for, for the cities that, that might be quite new to it, what is Uber XL? Yeah, absolutely. So Uber XL is just like Uber X, but the high capacity version. So it can fit up to six riders. Uh, it's about 1.6 times the price of Uber X. So riders often tell us they like it for times when they're traveling in groups, such as nights out, uh, social events and such, or when they have a lot of things with them, like luggage traveling to and from the airport. Um, on the driver side, we know it costs a little bit more to maintain a vehicle that is larger. Right. So it does give drivers an opportunity to earn a bit more. Now, that said, we do know that the majority of trips will still come from UberX. That's definitely the most popular ride option still. But, you know, for those nights out, social occasions, or when people have the extra luggage, they do choose uh, UberXL. So, you know, quick plug, if you do have a vehicle at home that's not currently registered with Uber and does have capacity for six or seven passengers, definitely a great time to register it with Uber and get it online. Awesome. Thank you for that. That's a nice little wrap of what UberXL is. Can you tell us what cities it's live in and what cities it's expanded to? Yeah, so UberXL is now live in 14 Australian cities, um, fully live in Sydney, Melbourne, Geelong, Mornington Peninsula, Brisbane, Gold Coast, and Perth, and running as a three-month trial in Adelaide, Canberra, Newcastle, Wollongong, Byron Bay, Cairns, and the Sunshine Coast. And that trial does end on the 2nd of May. Great. I used to be in the Queensland team, and so I know just talking to partners in Sunshine Coast, for example, this was a... a this was a ride option that they really wanted for their city. So hopefully this is good news to partners listening in from those smaller cities that that, that, that just received UberXL as a trial. Speaking of trials, what do you exactly look for when you trial something like UberXL in these newer cities? Yeah, good question. So, you know, with the goal of a trial, of course, is to see it be a successful trial and be able to leave that ride option available in those cities. But we've never tried UberXL in our smaller cities before, so we look to make sure it's a good experience for both riders and driver partners before we make the decision to leave it on. Some of the things we're looking for, you know, for example, are ETAs or estimated time of arrivals. Right. Is the wait time a rider's waiting for a car to arrive similar or at an acceptable level compared to the UberX experience that they're used to? Fair enough. Okay, well, I guess we'll loop back on this podcast with how this trial goes, um, which ends on the 2nd of May. Last question for you before I let you go, Megan. Um, I know that Robbie already mentioned there is a bit of confusion with riders about UberX Plus versus UberXL. So, I mean, because you work with UberXL, are you, are you two working quite closely together to try and fix this? Oh, yeah, working very closely together. We know it's a rider um, confusion point, and we're definitely working, uh, as Robbie mentioned, to clear that up. Great. Uh, to anyone listening in who's maybe uh, doing UberXL for the first time in the smaller cities, write in and let us know how it's been going. We'll pass it straight on to Robbie and Megan. You can write in to this podcast at t.uber.com forward slash ANZ podcast. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Well, last but not least, we're going to bring on Nikki from the media and communications team. The safety of the driver partner and rider community is something we really value. And Nikki is going to talk about a campaign in this space. So Nikki, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thanks, Divi. Great to be here. So Nikki, can you tell the partners a little bit about what you do at Uber? Sure. I'm the head of communications for, for New Zealand, um, but I'm also part of the Australia and New Zealand comms team, helping to talk to reporters and, and provide a good impression of what we do in the media. 
I'm also leading a camp- campaign called Driving Change, which is a women's safety program that we're running here at, at Uber. That's really great to hear. So I think the, the latest installment of Driving Change is the recent partnership with um, Says No More. Can you tell uh, driver partners listening in a little bit more about this campaign and what it's all about? Yeah, definitely, David. And if I take a step back, I just want to reassure everyone that the safety of all of driver partners are of utmost importance to us. While this is a women's safety campaign, it's about us doing more in our community to enhance safety overall. We've been working with a number of safety experts, including women's safety groups, over the past few years. And late last year, we donated some funds to help organisations across Australia and New Zealand. This donation went to both the Women's Services Network and Australia Says No More in Australia and in New Zealand we provided a grant to the Sexual Abuse Prevention Network. These are three organisations that help to eliminate violence and sexual assault in our communities and they help with mainly prevention efforts through education um, because we've been told that education is is the key way to help improve safety for females and, and women overall. Great. I mean, I think it's great to see um, Uber stand behind such a good cause like that. Can you let partners know how they can also show their support and get involved, especially ahead of International Women's Day, which is just around the corner on March 8th? Great question, Divi. We really want our partners to get behind this campaign and help us spread the word. Australia Says No More is an international movement. It's part of an organisation called No More that we've been working with in other parts of the world, including the UK and US. Australia Says No More is a campaign. It helps people and spread the word to encourage everyone to take the pledge, say no more, um, and tell everyone that domestic violence and sexual assault isn't okay. In early February, our regional general manager, Susan Anderson, hosted a group of safety experts in our office to talk to them and ask them about how we can play our part in eradicating violence. At this time, Susan took the No More Pledge Um, And we really want to encourage driver partners to do the same thing. If you'll visit a Greenlight Hub in March, you'll you'll hopefully see photos of Susan taking the No More Pledge. And we want to encourage you to also get behind it. Um, How you do it is you take a photo of yourself um, with with a statement saying, what do you say no more to, um, and share it on social media. We're also handing out bumper stickers in our Greenlight Hubs so you can tell riders and the community that you say no more to violence. Nikki, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. I think that's a really great cause. And partners that are listening in, if you uh, also believe in this cause, of course, you can take the pledge or write in to let us know what you think at t.uber.com forward slash ANZ podcast. Thank you, Nikki. Well, today you've heard from Gabby about the launch of tipping. You've heard from Robbie and Megan about the expansion of UberX Plus and UberXL and hopefully got some of your questions answered. And last but not least, you heard from Nikki about Uber Says No More. Let us know what you thought of that podcast. Write in at t.uber.com forward slash ANZ podcast and you can ask a question for the next podcast or tell us what you want us to discuss in the next one. Thank you for listening. My name is Divi and Uber on.